Hello everyone, welcome to this episode of Paddock Pass, the podcast where we talk all things motorsport. I'm your host Evie Spencer, an aspiring motorsport journalist from the UK and you can follow me on TikTok, Instagram and YouTube at Evie Spencer Motorsport. Make sure to follow my socials and this podcast for lots of motorsport content. Hope you enjoy! Okay, so today I'm here with James. James, would you like to introduce yourself to the camera? I'm James Sherrington. I drive car number 40 in the Junior Saloon Car Championship for Chandler Motorsport. Perfect. So we met at William's Work Experience. And as you do when you get there, you kind of just start speaking to everyone. So for the listeners, I've started speaking to James and figured out that he was a driver, which really intrigued me because there was a lot of people there who wanted to work in motorsport, but... James was the I think you were the only driver weren't you I think so yeah yeah so anyway I got speaking and figured that out that you were in the junior saloon car championship for the listeners can you kind of tell us how you got started in motorsport well my dad we raced since I was a baby I think for example my sister when she was only eight weeks old was already at the spa watching my dad so then obviously from then on, I just sort of wanted to start and see what it was all about. I think the first time I drove a car was at Buckmore Park when I was five. And then I just sort of loved it ever since, really. Just kept going. So did you go straight into like outdoor carts or did you do any indoor carts before you started? I did a little bit of rental casting for a little bit at Buckmore Park mainly. Because I didn't actually get my first ever owner car until I was nine, I don't think. Yeah, it was, I was nine at Christmas when I got my first actual car. But yeah, I did a bit of that. Yeah. So can you tell us more about like your karting career? So like, who did you drive for? Kind of all that jazz. When I first started out, it was just me and my dad for a little while. And then because I was racing at mainly tracks in Kent, we joined Callum Hargrave Driver Development. It was a new team and we just thought, give it a go. And it sort of stuck with them for a few years just staying sort of locally around Kent and just doing club rounds. And then when I moved into Minimax, I started doing a bit more seriously, going to some bigger tracks. And I did my first Kart Masters Grand Prix with, with CHDD when I was 12, I think. And yeah, and then after a little while, I had a bit of a break from motorsport for a couple of reasons. I then joined Coles for the start of, not this year, but last year. And then that sort of all took off, really. And I did a couple of rounds of WMKC. I think I finished in the top 10 in all of them, but one. And a few podiums in most. That I think I, yeah, mainly the top 10 and the top three or five in that. And then I just sort of got a bit, I don't know, got a bit sick of karting, just all the contact every weekend, getting smashed off by somebody. And then obviously my dad prefers to car race, because that's what he did. Then we just made the step up to cars. Okay, so you're currently in Junior Saloon Car Championship, was it that you said? Yeah. So can you kind of tell us about it, like how it works and all of that? Um, well, it's a championship designed for 14 to 17 year olds. So I'm at the very start of that. I've just turned 14, basically. And... It's a different stack, so it's not too fast. But 
as a championship, it's probably the best thing I've ever competed in because everyone's friends with each other. It's a great atmosphere sort of on and off the track. And it's also quite cool because as much as karting is cool, and if you get to race on all the big proper tracks like Rantap, Silverton and Donington, that's a, that's a really cool experience just doing that in itself. And as a championship, I think it's run very well. And the team I run with has been around for ages. Uh, I think Reese Lysett, who was on it last time, also yeah. raced the same team. Yeah. Uh, in the mini challenge, so that was that's always sort of a bit of a link. But yeah. as a championship, I think it's probably the best junior one out there, and it's sort of cost effective and also everyone's friends with each other. So. This is not a question that I prepared you with, but do you have like a favourite of those tracks, like Silverstone, Brands Hatch, Donington, all of those? Um, weird one, but my favourite one's probably Cadwell Park because yeah, it's just really cool with all the. T- it's all uphill and downhill, and it's yeah. got something that I think other tracks don't have. But out of those three, I think Brands Hatch probably is one yeah. I'm probably best. At. kind of season in the yeah cc going so far um well to be honest as a rookie it probably couldn't be going much better well obviously i'm missing a few rounds now because of budget but up till then i think i was 10th overall out of 30 out of more than 30 and then second in the rookie championship and second in the independent championship oh wow so so at the start of the season, though, competing against people that are up to 17, I couldn't really be more happy with how it's gone. Yeah. And what's what's kind of your biggest challenge, do you think, in this championship? Because it being your first year, then there's got to be like something that's like a lot different. Probably it's more the complexity of driving a car as opposed to a car. There's just so many more things that you need to think about just all in a split second, like changing gears and just the whole size of it. And also, I think when you're 14 racing against a 17-year-old, there's sort of intellectually a bit of a bit of a difference in terms of the way they can think versus the way I can think. And also physically, at the moment, because of my size and just, and just being younger, I can't properly sort of dominate the car as much as I'd like to. I'm just sort of getting to grips to that now. So that's something. And also the main thing everyone says in motorsport is just budget. Because obviously yeah. we just don't have enough of it to do a full season. Up till sort of recent news we've just had now, it's a bit late. So what is the motorsport life like with all the travel and all of that? I'd say it's very chaotic because obviously... It's just travelling all around the country all the time. And the one thing I struggle to juggle it with school, because obviously you leave on a Thursday, like Thursday afternoon at lunchtime, you're not back until Monday. And then obviously a teacher would expect you to have all done all their catch-up work by the time you get in for that Monday. So I'm trying to juggle that sort of side of it, as well as obviously thinking about your time at the track. It's like, that bit is definitely difficult, but... To be honest, I wouldn't change it for anything because it's just the memories you make going just to all sorts of places and the people you meet along the way. It's just probably the best life now. Yeah, I mean, I don't skip school when I go and watch like carton and stuff like that. But 
even just like going on the weekends everyone's so lovely so what is it like actually driving in the car it's quite it's quite hard to describe really it's a cool feeling really but especially with the car i drive it's heavy there's no power steering or anything so even when i got my instructor the other day to drive it for a few laps and he he was shocked about how sort of heavy it was so obviously it's a bit behind on the technology to some of the stuff now so it's sort of i don't know but as something about driving a car just i don't know you can't really get a better feeling than it yeah I think it must be a bit of like an adrenaline rush as well. So what is your biggest achievement so far? And this could be like this season or it could be like with your karting career as well. Like what is the biggest achievement? Um, to be honest, like a personal one for me was making up 20 places in a Kartmasters grand final. Because I thought mm. that's not something that many people do. And it was also quite cool because it wasn't like the chaotic race either. I actually made up all those 20 overtakes by myself instead of say, people crashing by the, crashing or spinning or something like that. But then obviously it's a bit of a shame I had to start from 36 because I crashed in the pre-final. Yeah. But even still, I, and then this year I think just sort of where where we are in the rookie championship, the in, independent championship is quite a cool achievement to have because... In my karting career, we never actually committed to one championship. We'd always just do the odd round of just anything, really. So I'd do the odd, I'd do the kart masters, I'd do a bit of WMKC and just any random track and then probably PFI once a month. Yeah, I think it must be nice, like a bit of an ego boost to think, oh, I'm doing so well in front of like all of these like 17 year olds and I'm beating them. I bet that must be nice. Yeah, it, a little bit, yeah. But then obviously they're all my friends, so I can't show off too much. Um, I love that. But yeah, it it is quite a cool feeling when obviously it is my first year and I'm beating people that are in their second or third year from time to time. So what are your plans for like the near future? I don't know really. If we, if we secure a budget for next year, which it looks like at the moment we will, I, my aim will probably be to win the, to win the JSCC next year or to at least be in the top five. And then after that, I, I don't really know, because I, I still haven't really decided if I want to sort of try and go down a single-seater path or try and commit to something like a touring car. Yeah. So we'll we'll go into both of those. So if if you were to do single-seater, would you would you want to go to F1? Is that the dream? Mm, not really. Well, obviously everyone would, but it's sort of, an achievement that 20 people out of like, 6 billion people in the world can do. So as much as I'd love to do it, it's probably just not something that, unless a miracle happens that will ever be possible, really. But with single seats, I just feel like it's a, it's a really cool experience just being open out in a race car going hundreds of miles an hour, as opposed to sort of being behind a windscreen and... and well, big metal cage all around you. Yeah. But for a single seater goal, if I did that, I'd probably like to do a season in Formula Ford. Yeah. Or, or potentially let that lead on to something like a sports prototype, so something sort of like Le Mans. That sort of thing. My dad, my dad used to drive something similar to that. Yeah. So, and then, 
you mentioned about like a touring car so what's the dream in that kind of championship well I think this, that's much more achievable goal that I could, that hopefully if I keep making the progress I am I maybe could do one day and I'd like to do the British Touring Car Championship but because it's obviously it's quite it's very well known and the racing's so good and also loads of people go and watch it so that'd be quite cool if you'd if people would actually recognize you for the stuff you do yeah that's also like streamed on itv4 isn't it yeah so who are your kind of motorsport heroes so like people around you or you could do like like actual like f1 drivers or anyone like that first of all definitely my dad because i've watched him since I can remember and well he I don't know you just kept winning things when I used to watch him so and obviously he's a bit of an inspiration in that sense and also sort of the way he is is a bit of an inspiration to me as well but for a Formula One driver maybe probably Lewis Hamilton he sort of came from nothing and sort of was just a normal kid but now look at him he's won seven Formula One world championships yeah, I feel like people are lying if they say that Lewis Hamilton isn't an an inspiration because he's just he's just yeah. like so cool as well. And I feel like the other thing is he gives back a lot, like he's just very charitable and he just seems like a yeah. really lovely guy. So my last question is: if you could get a paddock pass to any race in the world, where would you go? Probably the British Grand Prix because I've, yeah. I've never been to a Grand Prix before. I think that. That'd be a really cool experience to have. Uh, just because of the crowd and just the whole event of it looks better than any of the other Grand Prix for me. So that's yeah. why I choose. Yeah, I haven't been as well. I really i am going to try and go next year. But again, it's just it's a lot of money for a Grand Prix as well, isn't yeah. it? I feel like it is ridiculous. Definitely. But I think I'd be similar. The other one that I would do is Monaco. That yeah. would have been my second. That would have been my second choice for the question as well, because it was juggling between those two. So, um, last thing, would you like to give a shout out to anyone? Would you like to say thank you to anyone while you're here? Well, I'd like to say thank you to all my sponsors that have made this whole season that I'm doing possible. So that's ADI and BFS and Jasmine Sherrington, my sister, because she's starting racing now. I think she's doing her first race at Silverstone. If she keeps oh, progressing nice. with her testing. So that'd be, that'd be, I think, that would be interesting racing on the same grid as her. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Paddock Pass podcast with me, Evie Spencer. Make sure to follow this podcast for more episodes and head over to my socials for more motorsport content.